There's a scene in the 1986 movie The Hitcher where a young Jennifer Jason Lee is tied by her hands and feet between the cab of an 18-wheeler and its unhitched trailer. Over the course of a few minutes, the eponymous villain, played by Rutger Hauer, taunts both C. Thomas Howell and the viewer with whether or not he's actually going to do this terrible thing. I remember watching at the time thinking there was no way he was going to do it, mostly because in 1986, I didn't know that a movie was allowed to rip a woman in half. Spoiler, they were, and he did. He revved the engine, took his foot off the clutch, C. Thomas Howell and Jennifer Jason Lee screamed, and the truck lurched forward. Fuck, Rucker Howard, that's cold. After the horror I felt subsided, I remember wondering two things. One, what part of her actually ripped first? Did it pull her arms off at the shoulder, or did it properly rip her in half right across the midriff? And two, who the fuck had to clean that up? This is Stupid Human Suits. excited Yay. for this week's guest because he has previously held one of those jobs we're both terrified of and fascinated with. <laughs> this week we are joined by Lupe Rodriguez, who at one point in time was a crime scene cleaner. My God. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Lupe. Hello, my children. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being one here. One day you will all be in my clothes. <laughs> I will clean all of you up. Um, oh, I know, no. I know. Uh, I have wondered that before. Like, uh, I have metal rods in my spine. Um, okay. And uh, I, I used to be fascinated about the idea of if I went bungee jumping, if they would shoot out and like I would just rip apart, and then that would I probably would probably suck. It would suck a lot, yeah. uh, but I, it has crossed my mind who would be in charge of like wiping me off uh, whatever I landed on. I think the, <laughs> the easiest jobs are outside. Oh, okay. There's really not much because there's no actual like physical things. It's just ground. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. So I'm probably getting a little ahead of my, ahead of myself here. Um. How did you get into crime scene cleanup work? Yeah, was this like a Craigslisting? <laughs> they were like, <laughs> I'd like of, to do that. Really? Kind, not exactly, but kind <laughs> of. Uh, I needed a job, so I went to the employment office and just looked up random shit. And then there was, I don't even remember the description of it, but it had nothing to do with crime scene cleanup. So I, I looked Exciting at it. opportunity. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like something I could do. Mm-hmm. And then when I went there, it was a disaster restoration company that did floods, fires, sewage, uh-huh. and people's houses and oh, stuff. sewage. And then during the interview, he said, we also do crime scene cleanup. What? Which was always on my bucket list of things <laughs> to do. So I didn't want to get, like, too excited when he told me that. <laughs> Your bucket list is to clean up somebody's bucket. <laughs> Just. So I was like, yes, I want to I wanna fucking do that. Oh, my God. So, How wow. long ago was that? That was in 06. So you have... So this is all, like, it, it's not... It's not super far away, but it's it's uh, yeah. it's recent enough that does a lot of stuff stick with you? Like, do you have a lot of memories of this? There's two particular ones that stick with me. Like, oh, very good. Uh, Levi the dead guy, because his name was Levi. So yeah, mm-hmm. Levi. It, it's a good name for it a is. dead guy. First of all, <clears throat> um, basically, so it was some dude's father, and he was like maybe in his forties or something. Not not the father, but the the son, um, and. We were, I was getting a mask ready for him. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll just use this white, one of those masks. So he said it was upstairs in his bedroom. So like halfway up the stairs, the son starts coughing and gagging and stuff. Because it, it sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then I, was, I told him, like, you don't have to go 
up there. Like this, I can't. I can't imagine. Yeah. Right. Um. So whatever. I went up there. Um. He was basically so this guy really loved the heat. So like throughout the entire year, even in the summer, he would keep his heat on. Oh. So it's like a sports team. It's like, oh, the heat. Yeah, the go heat. Yeah. Go the heat. Oh, those sports. So he pretty much like melted into the floor. Oh. And it was like carpet and stuff. Uh, it was so much that he was actually on the dining room ceiling downstairs. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait, how long had he been there? Not that long, but but he liked the heat so much it sped everything up. Wow! Were yeah. there? I mean, not to get make this well, no, to make no, this make super it gross. gross. Were there worms? There wasn't. Well, that's uh, like when do worms happen? I don't remember. You probably have to be outside, like in the ground or something, or on yeah. the ground. Yeah. yeah, I think it depends because also mm-hmm. like bec- again because he liked the heat so much. So at one point we had to use a thing called an ozone machine, which which pumps out O three, mm-hmm. uh, because it kills all the smells and Gross. everything in the air. So basically, you put the machine in there, then you put a bunch of fans around because the fans have to keep moving it because O three is so heavy it'll just drop to the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once, then the next day after you've done it for a whole twenty four hours. You have to go around the whole house and open up all the windows. But because he liked the heat so much, all the, the windows were, like, melted shut. Uh, so we could only open up, like, one, <laughs> like, six inches. Did it slow everything down? And then... Um, yeah, like, are we talking 110 degrees? It wasn't... It wasn't... I mean, it was... Just consistently, like, 190. Well, probably at that point, they probably already turned everything off. Uh-huh. Because I don't remember it being that hot. Um, but we can only open up one window like six inches, and then so then we open up the front door and the back door. Me and my friend decided to like, oh, just whatever, let's just wait. And mm-hmm. technically, you shouldn't be inside when all that stuff's in. But we <laughs> sat on the dude's couch, just hanging out, waiting for this <laughs> thing to happen. And then we realized we start laughing for like no reason. Mm-hmm. Oh no! So it was like we should probably get out of here. Yeah. Well, so I'm. Um, That's great. I, you do crime scene or you did crime scene cleanup. I'm sort of thinking like you get there after the body's gone or something. Yes. Um, so was this an unusual situation? Oh no, this, okay. this one was actually just a normal death. Oh, okay. Got you. Sorry. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. I was going to ask what was a crime, like, but yeah. So if it's a crime scene, you would get there after like they've all correct taken the body away and taken all the evidence. So correct. like what's there when you show up? Well, okay. So this other one that I, wasn't a part of my two when I initially mm-hmm. mentioned. Uh, this guy had killed himself, but I guess CSI was there. Mm-hmm. Mm. But so the only thing that was, I guess they forgot one of their exhibit cards that was left there when they were taking pictures. Like a little like number one. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. something like that. Um, that one was pretty crazy. Why? It, it said they st- he started in the bathroom, and then but it, it didn't make any sense to me. The bathroom was totally fucked up. Uh, covered in blood fucked up or yeah uh it, the whole house was weird it was one of those like big houses but it had like four apartments in it so like his was like the side of the mm-hmm. house yeah um and like in the kitchen so when you first walk in is the kitchen and every there was blood everywhere but when he went to all right so you walk <laughs> in first thing you see is the kitchen yeah in front of you is the bathroom and then if you take a left, that's his bedroom and then some other extra bedroom mm-hmm. after that. Uh, but it was like only little drops in the second bedroom area, but then there was a lot of shit on the bed. And underneath the bed was where I saw 
the the card card. But apparently, he had slit his own throat, which I think is like what? the worst fucking That's way. That's yeah. crazy. Try to and then walked around. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you would. I guess you'd probably like you're not in control too well oh. as you're dying. And have no oxygen. Jesus. Yeah, that's horrible. Oh my god. Would you go into these scenes and know in advance what you're walking into, or they're just like, "Come clean this up," and you, yeah. you don't know what this connotates? So pretty much anytime the customer says anything, you can't necessarily. The customer is always still. Is the customer the police or the dead? The dead person? body, sweetie. The dead body puts in the requisition. <laughs> Hey, could you come clean me up? Uh, and last guy who cleaned me up didn't do a great job, so if you're looking for a tip, Sorry. scoop, scoop. But a lot of times it would either be less than what they think it is, but also I guess it depends on what your judgment is, because I think any amount of blood, somebody would probably be like, oh, it's so horrible in there. Yeah. But, I mean... It, it was pretty bad, though. How did you know you... I'm sorry, I'm... No, I'm, no, just... just <laughs> I'm sorry for asking too many questions. <laughs> you, every time you apologize, it makes it sound like we have this horrible relationship I'm at sorry. home. Oh, uh, um, uh, go ahead, Sean. Father, brother, is it okay <laughs> if I speak? Mother, sister, quiet now. Um, uh, how did you know that you could tolerate this yeah. before you went into it? I think I just always knew... I think because I always had an interest in it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Were you like a grim kid? Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my my f- very first job that I ever did it was in I mind you I used to do all this in Baltimore. Okay. Um, oh great. Yeah. Uh, the first job was right across the street from a graveyard, which I always thought was funny, but I don't specifically know how this dude died, but he was a hoarder. So he had everything. There was so much crap in his house. And there was literally a pathway of where he would sleep in his room. Jesus. But every, the bathroom was barricaded. There was piss bottles everywhere. Oh, like I don't know where he shat at because I didn't oh. see any of that shit. But uh, maybe he was willing to part with that one thing. <laughs> that was his <laughs> <Right>. compromise. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'll catch you. <laughs> but this the person who was training me was like coughing and gagging and stuff. But I wasn't. Oh. But it was one of the worst smells, I mean, out of all the history yeah. that I've done. That one was probably one of the worst. Somebody, ones. he died in there, but all, did he have a lot of other, did he have pets or anything? This guy? I don't know. Uh, well, can I, I want, also want to circle back to the uh, uh, Levi the Dead guy. Because um, he was so soupy and dripping through a floor. How do you actually clean, like... I, I my in my mind there's a giant spatula that you used which is not what happened I hope or but is it <laughs> so it's actually one of I think the easiest jobs ever to do really? like physically yeah. and like what you actually have to do <clears throat> um you put on suits whatever gloves I usually use the mask as an option if it's like really bad mm-hmm. then I'll put on the mask uh, but you would use carbon filters because then you won't be able to smell anything. Yeah. Um, so basically, if if the blood or whatever it is is on something porous, then you would cut out where it's at, put it in a bio bag, which eventually you'll put into a bio box, which eventually we take to some incinerator. A gotcha. bio incinerator. <laughs> a bio fire. And then if it is on something, you know, not porous, then you basically just wipe it up and clean it up or whatever what are the what's the cleaner you use we used a lot of sporocidin sometimes um that's mainly so we can use you can use like a regular rag 
mm-hmm. or whatever it is and then something if it's like stained or something so all right <laughs> so the structure of the house the floor that he was falling through yeah. we couldn't exactly remove the structure right so basically what we had to do is clean it up as much as possible that we could and then we would uh put kills over it kills so it's, it's like a sealer uh sealer primer stuff oh no i don't k-i-l-l-z kills no I, I don't know if i've ever heard of it yeah all right i'm sure i've passed it a million times in a store Probably. so you just seal it up and yeah you just spray it on like it's it's like paint yeah uh-huh. so and then yeah you just let it dry and then the next person moves into the house and yeah. they don't know. Let it dry. Let the sealant and the man dry. Oh, oh wow! Did you have to spray the ceiling above too? No, uh, well, underneath. Well, we cut we cut out the drywall and, uh, and then just throw it away. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So how much? How long does stuff? When you do have to collect something that's going to be like, how long does stuff stay in one of those bio bags and boxes? Like, is that immediately? We yeah, we immediately like. As soon as we're done the job, we load the truck with all the boxes and stuff, and then we drive it to where it needs to go. So you just like you're, like, you know, what is this a nine to five job or is it on call? You just show up to an office and sit there until, you know, uh, do some paperwork. A lot of it was on call, and like I said, that wasn't like the only thing I did at that company. Yeah, where we just do a lot of other stuff, and then Mm -hmm. when one of those would come in, we would just go. Would you? And you would always almost you always be the guy to go to because you're good with it eventually i became the project manager of those particular jobs but they they also paid more so the way that company did it was they'd give you x amount of percentage for those kind of jobs mm. like the, like the water damage is you get 15 percent, where the uh, crime scene you'd get 25 mm. ah that's so, probably i mean what that's, that's uh great. does and, and are they charging the city or the state it depends on who it is. Mm-hmm. It could sometimes it could be the house, whoever owns the house. Uh-huh. It depends. God, this is so creepy, <laughs> right? Like this is so interesting that this is, this is. It, it's not like when I think of something like this, I think this absolutely is like NSA agent or FBI agent <laughs> level. Like, gotta be you. You trained for like a year, and then they finally <laughs> send you into the field to pick up your first body, and then you're like. Whoa! couldn't handle this hey rookie don't worry the old hand tells you what it's really like and then we a month or two cut to a year later and it's your 500th body and you're fine but this is so weird that it's just it's it's almost casual from what i was expecting pretty much i mean i never we like like when we were done we'd go out to eat (laughs) you know you get hungry after a day's work sure so it wasn't you know that is amazing (laughs) so so you never. I know you. You said the, those two were were a little rougher, but like, did you ever have an incident where you're like, ah, maybe I don't want to do this job anymore? No, <laughs> you were just fine from it. I feel like I probably should have been, <laughs> but yeah, I was never really. Did you have a lot of interaction with the law enforcement when you would go to? No, this? they'd just be they'd I don't long ever gone. Remember having to talk to anybody? Wow. The worst. The worst thing is talking to the family yeah. of the people because they're that's still the hard, yeah. around yeah and sad yeah. what was so. like was there a was there a saddest moment probably or? the levi guy yeah. yeah how was this was the son just heartbroken pretty much but he was he seemed decently well together mm-hmm. he, he didn't cry or anything but you knew and like he thanked us when we were all done so yeah, yeah. It's it's such a like a personal touch thing, right? Yeah. It's like it's such a like cut. It's almost customer service personal touch. 
Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? The uh, fuck, bro? Did you ever um <laughs> did you ever have a a scene where you're you're done, you leave, and then the phone rings, it's like, Oh, you missed this pile of blood over here. Can you oh, come back? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. We were so always thorough. usually pretty yeah. thorough. Do you get like a whole day to be there? What what is that like? Pretty much. I mean, you pretty much have to keep working until it's done. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them I did were at like decent amount of times. So we'll say afternoon mm-hmm. at the at the latest, mm-hmm. and then we would work throughout the night or whatever. What's the like longest? The longest. What's the longest and the shortest? Like, or is it all pretty much like? average like hey 12 hours it depends on what it is because like the smallest job i had to do the guy wasn't even dead it was this old guy yet who's yeah (laughs) yeah this old guy he uh his blood vein popped oh and so when we were looking at the scene we guessed that it was he was straining too much when he was taking a shit oh and it it happened like in his right leg and Mm. when he was sitting on we didn't see obviously, but yeah. when he's sitting on, it was more on the right side of the oh, toilet than God. it was anywhere else. So what? Wait. So he wasn't dead? No. They just and, took him to the hospital and he, then called you and. So when we got there, it was like his wife or something, and then mm-hmm. like later on, he ended up coming back. Oh, uh, was yeah. it? So there's just you had to clean up blood on a toilet. On the floor and the stuff, floor, some yeah, of the, the carpet, not just the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, so uh, in terms of, uh, all right, so if Levi, the Levi, Levi, the dead guy was the saddest, was there, like, what what was the most overall brutal? The the most brutal one was, this sounds weird, but it was at a um, a, uh, travel agency. So it was was in the county of Baltimore, and on this street, some of the, you know how, like, in the suburbs some of the houses are actual businesses mm-hmm. like it was on a business strip but it was also they just kept this house and then turned it into a business uh he the guy who owned it got murdered and it was he lived in the apartment behind the house he got how did he get murdered uh they said what really killed him was a stab to the heart mm. um there was more blood than i've ever seen in my entire life Everything was broken and smashed and everywhere. Um, I'll never look at a George Foreman grill the same. Oh, no, no. no. Uh, and he had one of the, those uh, those fake wood floors. Oh, okay. Laminate. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, to make it shinier. Yeah. Okay. And so you pretty much have to take all that up. And it took, we were there forever. Oh, uh, wow. Like, was it, was is, when you get there, usually it was like, is the, are we talking like dried blood? Or is it... it depends on what time, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're done doing whatever they're doing. Uh, this was still wet. And what? And what is that? So, like, I know we're asking you like stupid basic questions, <laughs> but like, like, are you mopping this? Is it a mop? So that. So, like I said, you basically just throw it away because because it has gaps in it. So, like, laminate isn't necessarily porous, mm-hmm. but because it has the gaps in it and it wasn't sealed on top, uh-huh. it you soaks s- through the yeah. cracks. So and you stuff. don't even yeah. bother like trying to mop. You just like cut this whole thing off, get rid of. Pretty much. Okay. That's why it's like so easy. You just <laughs> cut it out and throw it away. You're gonna oh, take man. this whole floor out. If only we could cut the executive branch out of our country oh. right now. What? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm on a I'm on a watch list. So, uh, so you you start this. You knew that you would be fine with it. Um, but so did that work? Like, has it affected the way yeah. you see life and death now? Or like you were kind of what you were before and you what you were after? Like. I think maybe if anything, it's more defined. But 
because you you finally actually get to see it. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I feel like I'm still the same. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it affect me mentally. Can I tell this one random story? Oh my god, yes. About somebody being affected like that. Yeah. So before I did all this, I used to lay carpet. I laid carpet in a crematory one time. <laughs> And later on, like after the day, of course, I, as one does, <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't realize like how dusty it was. It didn't register in my head. Oh yeah, yeah. Because when we tear, uh, tear up carpet all the time, a lot of times it's dust, so yeah. it's like whatever. But this guy, he he was telling us that he listens to uh, Louis Armstrong, "What a Wonderful World," when he's at work to make him feel better about his job. But not only did he listen to it, but he listened to it on repeat the entire fucking time. Just that time one song. We there. That's kind of scary. Exactly. So, yeah. like, I think you probably should quit your job. <laughs> yeah. Because something's not right. <laughs> I just listened to the Care Bears theme song all day. <laughs> <laughs> just, you're probably gonna, on the verge of death. Yeah. I mean, so, so he. What was his deal? He just like, did he snap? No, but I mean, probably on the inside. But <laughs> <laughs> a quiet snap. Yeah. Which can be more dangerous. Yeah. Than than not that could be but. bell tower with a sniper rifle territory yeah, exactly do you know what he's doing now no i don't even remember his name or anything <laughs> i wish i wish you like there i, I yeah. wish you guys had all kept up i'd love to we're friends oh, on facebook yeah <laughs> oh, where are they now like oh yeah we all work at, like in death related <laughs> i have a friend on random thing i have a friend on um facebook who's a coroner in chicago uh, and as I was leaving the house this morning to come here, he said he was going to send me a bunch of toe tags. What? Yeah, so he sent me a bunch of toe tags. Oh, my God. They're yeah. blank, though. Or like, Are he, they used? He no. actually has toe tags. <laughs> he actually has toe tags. Oh, if only podcasts were visual, you could see uh, this. We can take a photo and yes. post it. Because <laughs> I wanted to use it for my show, for my character. Oh, so, okay. He said he was yeah, what is it? Was. Can you uh, actually, because it, it's it's sort of related, can you uh, talk about the character for a second? So I do a character named Oslo, the gay black metal southerner. Lovely. Um, he's very into black metal, so mm-hmm. he wears the face makeup and everything. Uh, I have a show at the Creek called Black Metal Church. Um, sometimes it's a mock ceremony, mass yeah. kind of thing. Wait, um, uh, let me mass. back up for a second. Yeah. What is black metal? So black metal is a type of genre. It's a subgenre of heavy metal. Okay. Uh, generally, it's about cold and hatred and darkness and stuff, anti-Christianity and stuff like that. And it, that's different from regular metal? Yeah. It's... I listen to I, folk music. So. <laughs> well, there's also folk metal too. No. Yes. Oh, what is folk metal? It. It's so awesome. <laughs> uh, I don't like. We're we're kind of cloistered in our like we're just work like we work and that's all we do and have so we don't experience anything new. Which and we is listen not to good... that one song, "Shut Up and yeah. Dance with Me," over and over. <laughs> which again. we're like the opposite of you in some ways. Like what the? Except we're yeah. Anyway, so I interrupted your yeah. story. So Sorry, the so. Uh, your character in oh, the, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it. Uh. But he's very, oh, so a lot of the character is based off of another genre of black metal called uh, depressive suicidal black what metal. What the fuck? How many subgenres? <laughs> There's a lot. Really? Yeah. I feel, this is, like, whenever I talk to people, like, who are knowledgeable, I never feel more out of the loop or older or dumber than when I'm talking to somebody who's knowledgeable about even just one part of music because <laughs> that is the sort of thing it's it's very inter- music is very internet-y like, yeah. the, like you think you know Reddit and then you get like really deep and you're like you don't know Reddit you don't you have no idea what yeah. goes on on Reddit yeah no we get we like there are five people around the world who run Reddit and we <laughs> 
also have an assassination ring. And that's what Reddit's for? Yeah, you didn't know it was an assassination ring, you fucking noob. And the deep state. And the deep state, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, would you ever go back to a job like that? Yes. When I first moved here, one of the jobs I tried to get was for that. Oh. They never called me back. I mean, I called them back. They're like, we're still doing interviews. Oh, so, come on, it's, guys. It's too high profile. It's too big a pull. Yeah. Well, if what you need f- a couple of references. Yeah, we will the, reference yeah. the fuck out of that. <laughs> this guy is thorough and unbothered. Yeah. What, <laughs> what would be, uh, you, I mean, you heard uh, Carol's uh, intro. Um, have you seen The Hitcher? No. Oh, it's great. The there, there was a shitty remake where they reverse the genders and okay. uh, the guy is tied up in the truck. It's not as yeah, interesting, but um, I, I didn't bother seeing it. But uh, it's worth seeing. 1986, uh, Rutger Hauer, a it very is. evil performance. But yeah, that kind of scarred yeah. me. One of the movies oh, it's horrible. that scarred me. It's horrifying. But uh, just to, to because the death is a really specific death mm. uh, and that has obviously scarred Carol. Uh, <laughs> like, is there a way of dying that is your worst feared way Ooh. of dying? Good question. I, when I know. Whenever, why, that's why I asked it. I don't I don't necessarily have a specific answer. I have a semi-joke answer that I always say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you're asked this all the time. And that's, well, <laughs> and that's, and that's, I don't want to die in my sleep. Mm. Really? I, I want to be awake. Because mm. I want to experience yeah. it. I because that is one of the, th- that's part of the cycle. Yeah. And that is the last part of the cycle. What's the, what are you most, how are you most afraid of that? You know what? I don't want to, I don't, I've, I've thought about this for a while and I don't want to tell, I don't want to put it on any public <laughs> thing because I'm, I'm afraid my secret fear is that like I will become like some alt-right serial killers, like cause murder celebra and he'll be like drowning. Got it. Like, oh God, fuck. Or spiders. Got it. Oh no. And it's not those, but. Oh. Um, I, I, yeah. I don't want to be eaten. I think that would suck a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, if if like the bear injects me first with something, then the bear me out. injects yeah. you with <laughs> yeah. poison. What like is a space bear with? Fi- At first, I thought you meant by a human, but I guess a bear, a bear makes more sense. Oh yeah, than, yeah, yeah. The bear, well, a whatever, scorpion, you know, whatever if, might eat me. A scorpion if it, bear. If it would have the courtesy to inject me with something that would knock me out and I don't feel anything then fine eat me but I I don't want to feel myself being eaten actually another movie that haunts me but I was grown up when I saw this no um, I've never seen the bear but it stars Bart the bear who was also in The Edge which uh, starred Anthony Hopkins and um, Alec Baldwin and it's a David Mamet story like men in the wild facing off against a bear. Same fuck. Um, and of, uh, of course, uh, the one black guy in it, Harold Perrineau Jr., gets eaten by the bear. And it's a horrifying scene. I've mentioned this before when we were talking to Eric oh, Birdstrom. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because, that's right. like the bear's eating him and he's screaming and crying and then the bear kind of smashes him and he just stops. And you're like, oh, that person is now a pile meat. of meat yeah, now. It's meat now. Yeah. And that just fucking terrifies me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do you, do you like when you're looking at all this? Are you seeing meat? Or are you seeing people? Very uh, once in a while, You'd see not me. not too often mm-hmm. did I see meat. Really, like like that suicide one with the knife. Yeah. That one there was some meat. Yeah, which was weird. Ugh. It's like what what's uh, I mean if it's not meat, and it is a person, but it's a dead person. Like what's your you see that you see this body and like it's either grisly or just sloppy or whatever. What uh, what's your takeaway? Like what is that to you? You know? Well, well, usually when we go there, there are no bodies 
ever. Right, but when you when you do see, I mean, the first thing I guess it would be a cadaver. I mean, it's just it's just blank like science. It's like yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, it's a job. I remember once, um, you know, in high school you dissect frogs and Mm. stuff like that, and Mm. I I did the the frog dissection just because I was curious about it, and um, it was really fascinating, but. There was like a an AP class um, that and, oh, and they did higher I, animals. Yeah, yeah, and I I happened to I was looking for something um, and I opened the closet door and oh. they had all these vacuum sealed bags of cats. Oh no! And I just <laughs> I, it was very like cinematic. Like I slowly backed up <laughs> and walked out, and I'm pretty sure I ran. And it was just like get away from this information. <laughs> it's awful. I think we should put her in the veterinarian <laughs> class. <laughs> oh, I see it. Kitties. No. I think you've got a knack for this, Carol. You're the worst guidance counselor. In fact, I've got a dead cat right here. Uh, what? No. no. Our, uh, oh, once Megan. in a while, our producer Megan writes something on a dry erase board and shows it to us. So if you ever hear us react to nothing, it's that. And we're, we'll share what it is right now. But you it's, hold that up again? She got student of the week in high school for being the most efficient cat skinner. And she was in the newspaper oh, for it. No. I don't want that. Make sure that's the only time you're in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's permanent record stuff. <laughs> oh, God. There's so much. This changes things. There's so much horribleness here. Why are you listening? <laughs> go home. If you're Turn home, go off. to work. Yeah, if you're in a car, just jump out and roll. <laughs> jump out and roll, hit the median strip and have a new life. Hitchhike. And then cut a girl in half with a chain. Oh, <laughs> call back! Call back! Well, it's a, the truck. two trucks in a chain. The, well, it's it's actually one truck. I re, I watched <sighs> it today. Oh, really? Yeah, it was between the um, the tr- the a cab trailer. was separate. The, from trailer. the trailer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's tied. Oh, and, good, good point. That oh, really hit it. Was it. so terrible. Um, you know, uh, I, one question I do want to ask you, and that we tend to ask everybody oh, this: yeah. Do you remember um, as a kid when you first became aware of death? Uh, like, is that a particular memory for you? Okay, so the first time I guess I experienced it, I didn't know what was going on. Wait, are you saying you've died before and come back? Yes, no. Oh, damn it. This is childhood? Yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe four, five, six. uh Mm -hmm. And I was riding with my dad in Virginia, and there was very a lot of traffic. And then there's this woman, like, yelling and screaming in the middle of the street, saying, help me, help me. And then when you look to your left, there's, like two bodies in the front lawn and they all got like bullet holes in them one of of them's in the driveway and then eventually whoever was in the car ran over the person that was in the driveway oh my god but like it it didn't register me what exactly was going on so it didn't affect me and did y'all just like go on by yeah there was like millions of cars out there and I'm sure somebody probably called something right and pro- I mean, I would assume the person had a gun still, so mm-hmm. probably people were still afraid. Yeah. yeah. So well, Jesus Christ, they must have looked like props. Seems unreal. Yeah, it wasn't like I didn't know what was going on, so it didn't yeah. seem real at all. It's not the sort of thing you see in real life. You see that in movies, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes visually, when you you see things that you're not supposed to see, I I don't even comprehend it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've wondered if I actually saw someone in danger or saw a, a crime occurring how long it would take for me to actually understand what was happening yeah <laughs> because uh once i was, this was like early morning i'm walking to work and like walking down second avenue and uh i see this woman in the distance 
and I know it's a human, but I can't quite figure out what's going on. And I, as I get closer, I'm like, oh, she's bent over doing something. No. And I get a little closer, and I'm like, oh, her pants are down. Oh. And then all of a sudden, this stream of pee shoots nope. off behind her. But it took so long to even just <laughs> yeah. understand what was being represented just in front peeing? of me. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> Folded in half, no, hiked your pants down. It was peeing, like, and it was not. It like made a beautiful art. <laughs> um, it was the strangest thing. Context is king. If you if you do, if you aren't used to it, which is also interesting, like you know, tragic from the other half, of, the other side of that coin is if you're like a kid who grows up in a violent, violent environment, and you're, you know, you're used to seeing dead bodies, and you just hear gunshots that like sort of PTSD gets mm. hardwired into you and mm. just it's it's so difficult for much of the you know our country to understand that like well you're living in a safe fucking suburb what do you yeah. think you or your kid would be like if like at 4 years old like you had to on a stroller walk by the guy with 58 bullet holes what do you mm-hmm. what do you think you would be like and oh you can't empathize or figure it out they can't either because they're fucking kids and they yeah. just grow up and try and figure it out yeah there's a lot of art therapy dedicated to helping children from war God. zones I, one of my college professors was from croatia and he started an annual um gallery event of these children that they would put through art therapy who came from war-torn areas oh, and wow. then like every year our school had a, a like a big show of their work and, and it was fascinating that's in where would they Auburn, draw Alabama. what's that where would they draw I mean some of them were like they'd draw a portrait of their family and arms would be missing yeah. um, some I remember one in particular and then they would tell you about the child in the, the little description next right. to it and one kid who was really very disturbed it was just all black scrawlings and then some were kind of normal little kid drawings yeah. um, but it it we saw a video on it and it seemed like it really helped the kids just to try to express something yeah. about what they had gone through. I just, I can't even fathom. Yeah. I mean, it's like I think of my upbringing as being like eh, moderately messed up, but like you just, you hear about those things where like, it's just off the charts. It's mm-hmm. just, you, it's left the spectrum of uh, processable human behavior and you just wish them good luck yeah. in the future. Cause good God. Well, it's been. Uh... <laughs> um, so, uh, the the takeaway is you uh, would very much like to get back into uh, yeah. the crime scene cleanup business. It's hard to say because I'm because so I work here at mm-hmm. the creek and I do love my job and I love doing. Let's uh, be very clear about that. Oslo. <laughs> yeah, this guy doesn't seem to appreciate what he has. <laughs> like, and I do like I I more want to do succeed in art than I do. Ah, with, yeah. Oh, art. <laughs> when is uh, do you, is your show ongoing monthly, weekly? It is monthly. However, I'm off for two months. So the next one is the fourth Saturday in July. Oh, fourth that's, Saturday in July. This will probably air right, uh, like <laughs> conveniently right before that. So fourth Saturday in July, what time? Midnight. Midnight. So it'll be Saturday night. I at love. Midnight. Oh, this is the mass. Yeah. Oh, oh that's great. Good. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, and do you have a Twitter handle? We meant to ask. Probably, <laughs> but I don't remember what it is. Uh, at probably, please follow. Lupe <laughs> but you're Rodriguez. on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Lupe Rodriguez on yeah. Facebook. Or so, look up Oslo the Gay Black Metal Southerner. Oslo, Oslo the, the Gay, gay Black, Black Metal, Metal Southerner. Southerner. Uh, <laughs> This has been awesome. Yeah. This is like one of those just charming, like it's sort of like the antique roadshow episode. <laughs> where are like, just pull over to a small town filled with crazy. And then we sat down, had a lemonade of a blood lemonade. 
That's my. It's a perfect Southern accent. Don't you dare <coughs> criticize that. Um, all right, we're. Uh, it's time to wrap up, and we're gonna do our little uh, secular prayer. So if you want to read along with us, folks at home, uh, you can't because you don't have a printout. So, sorry. <laughs> you know what? We should post this so yeah. people can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, why idea. That? that is really dumb of us. We are terrible at marketing. Yeah, yeah, I know. We have like zero interaction on our Facebook page. We're, oh. we're, we're going to get better at that. We're, we're going to hire somebody and don't you worry. We should tweet. <laughs> at probably. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for uh, well, listening to Stupid Human Suits and we'll see you very soon. Ready? Our fellow humans who are here and now. Hallowed be thy consciousness. Thy kingdom floats. In a universe so vast, it's like totally bananas, man. Therefore, be kind to each other. And don't eat so much bread. Ask forgiveness of your trespasses. And forgive those who trespass against you. Because all of us can be really fucking annoying. For thou art the mind inside thine stupid human suit. The only one of its kind. We are thus also. And that must simply be enough. Amen. Lupe, thank you so much for Lupe being here. Lupe Rodriguez, guest. give it up for him. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Megan, our thank producer you, Megan. and number one cat skinner. Number one cat skinner, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's get that on the site. Oh, great. Goodbye. <laughs> for more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. 